everybody. Hello. I'm Brina Palencia. I'm Artis Campbell. And this is our third time doing this. Yes. <laughs> this is our podcast. But I'm spiritual. And that is how it's pronounced. Uh, if you try to say it any other way, no one's going to know what you're talking about. Don't come at me with, but I'm spiritual. No, no. Yeah, no. I need you to raise the register of your voice. Well, what's funny is you're so naturally sarcastic no matter how you say it. Like, <laughs> that actually still kind of worked. You're like, but I'm spiritual. Like, that still kind of works. Listen, do you want me to be dry? Do you want me to care? You do you want character? Need? What do you need? <laughs> I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are two people who are very spiritual, but we also don't take ourselves seriously. Mm. So we wanted to make a podcast about that. This one is just all about us and who the fuck we are. Um, why do we have, why is there any reason for you to listen to us? Yeah, we don't which I guess it's really just for you to decide. <laughs> <laughs> you think on it. Yeah, you think about it. Uh, and uh, But the goal for the other episodes would be to interview other people who have sort of different uh, spiritual structures and practices, um, and maybe get some uh, maybe get some uh, experts on stuff. I would love this to be. I mean, again, we can talk, and we will get into sort of our spiritual paths. Um, mm-hmm. But I certainly do Kundalini yoga. I don't know a ton about Kundalini yoga aside <laughs> from what I knew. Um, but I think also um, I, we both understand uh, that I I am. A white woman. Mm-hmm. And I am a mixed white presenting woman. Um, I, uh, uh, my mother is white American, uh, mostly Scottish. My, um, my father is Honduran um, with indigenous roots and Spanish roots and African roots and a lot of other stuff that I didn't even know was there until I did my DNA test. <laughs> I, need to, I need to send off my 23 and me. All that to say, we uh, the initial idea for this podcast was a spiritual comedy podcast um, because I think Rena and I tend to be funny together. Mm-hmm. Um, and We're we, hilarious. Just you wait. Uh, <laughs> but I think we don't take ourselves too seriously. But we also want to have reverence for the practices that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, hopefully there will be a Because it does legitimately mean a lot to us and has helped us through a lot. Uh, also, this is my cat, Morty. I don't know if you can hear. He's loud. Yeah, that's his purring. <laughs> oh, my God, he's pulling a tarot card right now. <laughs> oh, wow, Morty. Morty. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, I mean, obviously we want to talk to interesting people that, that have spiritual journeys. Um, we want to talk to people that uh, have spiritual practices rooted in their culture. Um, certainly, we will not speak to any culture that is not ours. Correct, yeah. Um, but we want it to be funny and... Just, like, uh, honest, I think. We're not, you yeah. know, yeah, just real. It's, it's probably going to be funny just because we're weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Truly... <laughs> bizarre people <laughs> yeah buckle up buttercup <laughs> somehow to get weird <laughs> um so yeah so this is our uh we are endeavoring someone said that the other day and i'm obsessed with it like a client of mine oh, really? was like i will endeavor to get this for you or yeah. to get this to you so i want to so we are endeavoring to create a podcast <laughs> <laughs> that again, uh, where we can talk about spiritual stuff, shit that we like and means a lot to us, and talk to other people that um, that feel the same and have different yeah. views. Um, and we are not experts in any of these fields. I am an actor and musician by trade. Uh, I'm a producer. Yeah, for film stuff. Yeah, I know 
very little <laughs> about most things. I, I love how you're like, I'm a producer. Like, yeah, you're a really fantastic producer. Also for film, there's a lot of different types of producers. That's true. I mean, I've done it all. Um, yes, I. so I do that. I mean, and I think yeah. that's sort of why it lends itself uh, this lent itself to be a good thing. There's a way to say that. Um, <laughs> it makes sense that we would do some sort of media. Yeah, exactly. Because we're uh, self-absorbed artists. Super vain. <laughs> Super vain. Pure narcissism over here. I have a full face of makeup and my hair is done and it's nine o'clock in the morning. Can you imagine if that were true? <laughs> I buy, what I'm not lying about is that I'm going to get a spray tan after this. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Every two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, I've been to it. Yeah. yeah. I guess, do we want to talk about how, how we, why we actually met or how we met or anything like yeah. that? Okay. So we met, <laughs> as you look at me, um, we met because you went to high school and were mm-hmm. friends with my now ex-husband. Yes. Who's yes. a lovely person. Yes. Uh, and then we just clicked uh, and have become besties since. Yeah. Uh, we've seen a lot. Of growth and change in our 14 years. Yep. And we've experienced a lot of grief together. Yes. We've experienced a lot of ups and downs together yeah. and a lot of spiritual growth specifically. Uh, so, yeah. So we both have been on a spiritual, certainly our own spiritual journeys, and they look differently and there's different, you know, practices. And um, But I think what sparked this idea specifically now is I think the pandemic for a lot of people, like we were just sitting in our homes and yep. didn't know if the world was going to end. And just having to do a lot of, in- like being forced to do all this introspective work, which I think in some ways was good and a lot of ways was traumatizing. <laughs> Absolutely. And there was yeah. so much grief around it. But I mean, I think we were all just co- as a collective sitting there like, oh, wait, is this is this all there is? Like, is this all, like, if everyone dies on this planet from COVID, like, th- what have I done? You yeah. know, like, where do I go? Because you get so busy in life. Like, I don't know. I didn't grow up in a way, and we'll get into our histories, but yeah. I didn't grow up going to church. I didn't grow like, it has not been a part of my life to really even think that way. Yeah. Like, I've always, not always, but for a long time, absolutely considered myself an atheist. I, we are meat and chemicals. There is nothing else. We come from the <laughs> earth. We go back to the earth. <laughs> Meat and chemicals. I totally that stole is my that from... new metal band. <laughs> and I stole that from Brandon Potter, and I do feel like I should give him credit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, truly, no, had no desire to be spiritual. Was one of those people that would make fun of someone saying, "But I'm spiritual." Right. It's very judgy. Um, and but so I think we were all sitting there, and then like, and then the TikTok started, and like the Instagram, where it was just like these tarot readers, or like manifestation became like we all got into this vibe of like, whoa, I can have anything I want, and I don't know, there were all these sort of like, you know, at the turn of the century, there were these new thought leaders, which I'll get into because I'm obsessed, but um, <laughs> but it kind of felt like a resurgence of that, right? Where yeah. it's like basically manifestation like if you think like the secret what you put out comes back to you and like see that's so funny because I don't believe in that aspect of it like at all um I'm like so I'm not into manifesting I am into like you know what you put out can come back to you like I guess like uh but I don't I don't know I I could just because you know there's so many people in the world who try to manifest wonderful things and it doesn't fucking happen as we all know so yeah that aspect of it i feel like sometimes is very much like a spiritual bypass sort of i was just gonna say spiritual i don't i don't prescribe subscribe 
either to that. Uh, but the idea, I do believe in like, you can have what you want. There is, you know, you have to take the action steps to get there. Right. Um, and I think you can draw on, you know, internal resources that you can grow from, you know, meditations like Kudalini, which is what 100%. I do. 100%. Like all that stuff, it just helps center you. Like it's so important. Like even I think the good thing about manifestation, I guess, is it forces you to create a clear idea of what it is you want. Yes. And then that takes you down a path of like, oh, okay, that, that, that can help set you up for success. Um, but yeah. Do we want to go into like what our spiritual journeys were? Let's do it. Should we pull? So so one thing I want to say is what what actually kicked this off for me a little bit, like even dipping my toe in it, like I've always been obsessed with like mystical, like anything like witchy and ghosts and, you know, just anything that I that that might not exist, you know, or any just mystical is the only word that comes to mind right now. But Brina was the first person to give me um, my first tarot deck. And so I dug into that, and you were getting super into tarot. Yeah. And now I have multiple decks. Um, but I think we said we might try and pull yes, a card. That's such a good idea. Each. Yes. Yes. Um, so I'm just gonna. Um, and, and I, I want to use your deck because that looks gorgeous. Here, do you want to? You pull it. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, oh, sure. I'm gonna do a little shuffle, shuffling. Shuff, yeah, shuffle. get in there. We can edit yeah, out this shuffles. Is so pretty. That was what? actually Michelle's deck. Oh, I, I know. love that. That's great. Okay. That was me shuffling, and now I'm going to cut it, and now I'm going to pull a card. Ooh, Three of Swords. We're going to get into some Green. old, deep shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did not see that coming. Me neither. Although, and yeah, it's one of the—so to me, Three of Swords is very much like— go like past traumas that still are you know they're scarred over but it's still real painful and there's still things that you have to revisit and learn from uh yeah three of swords for me is just uh grief and heartbreak so i think in my when i get into sort of my story like the past two years i've pulled this a lot yeah mm -hmm. uh so to me it feels very present when yeah. it comes up and I and to me when I pull a tarot too it's it's less like this is what's going to happen and more like um oh maybe I need to look into this today yeah the same for me like it's never like a future thing it's always like it's like a it's like a window into my subconscious of like these are the things that like you and your body and your 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 brain like every like all all of your being is asking you to look into this and be aware of this today yeah for yeah. sure so anyway but maybe today's a three of swords day maybe well, we're kicking I off it, i think it makes sense because we're we're going we're about to talk about what brought us to our spirituality and that involves you know a lot of tending to old wounds you yeah, know you're absolutely right it's that's been our our tactic that we have now decided yes. we're doing yes. <laughs> um i'll let you mine's super short so i'm gonna let you kick mine it off is so long because <laughs> i so i was raised religious like my so my mother was really really christian she she was raised Baptist, but she was kind of like any flavor of Christianity she was down for. Um, and she was always really hardcore about us going to church every Sunday. Um, but she was also, what's funny about her is that she's very hardcore Christian, but at the same time, super spiritual <laughs> in the sense that like she never, 
you know, believed that people who were different religions were going to hell or that if you were gay, you were going to hell or anything like that. Like that was never uh, in her narrative. Like she uh, and she was very um, vocal about that. She spent I mean, my, my so my mom spent a lot of time in Honduras. I mean, that's where my father's from. They had a band together, whatever. Her 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 life could be a podcast in and of itself. But totally. so she's a very open-minded individual. However, she was super intense about us going to church. And I've realized now that I'm a parent that the reason that is true and I have verified this with her is because she was a single mom and that was the only chance that she had to do errands. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she would drop you off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, she wasn't worshiping with you? Sometimes she was. But for the Sunday school portion, like that first hour, she was like, peace out. I'm going to go do some laundry. <laughs> and then she'd meet us up later at like the big church. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, it is babysitting, though, right? Like, yes. It's like a daycare, yes. essentially. Like, I yes. get that. Like, it's a free daycare, like, every Sunday. So I think that's because, I mean, she would literally, like, she would she'd be like, get the fuck out of bed. We're going to church. And it's just like, this is a very confusing message. <laughs> but I think it's just she was exhausted. I can only like, imagine. Just like, give me a second. Get out of the house. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's not, I'm sure that's like completely normal and everyone, there's people listening that are like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. Never heard that before in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So all that is to say though, she is still very like Christian and she does a lot of like mission work, but true mission work. Like she's not trying to like force people to believe in Jesus. She's trying to like legitimately help people. My dad even said, and my dad hates missionaries and he hates the Peace Corps. Um, he's, you know, Honduran, always lived in Honduras, and he's always felt that they don't actually do any real good. But he's always said that my mother was the only person that he ever knew in the Peace Corps that actually, like, made a difference and was, like, a great—she did a lot of, like, teaching. She uh, was a teacher there. And even after she was in the Peace Corps, she taught for a long time. But anyway, enough about my mom. My God. <laughs> but wow. I mean, that's significant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was raised with that, and then I went through a hardcore Jesus freak phase when I was, like, 13 and 14. Wait, like, DC talk Jesus freak? No, I wasn't really listening to Christian music. Ironically, I was going through my punk phase at the same time. But <laughs> Love it. Which I know doesn't seem like it makes sense, but I feel like if anyone is listening who grew up in Oklahoma in the 90s, I feel like it was really common back then. Uh, so I went to— Jesus an, and Fugazi. Yeah. What else, I mean, what more do you—what more could you want? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I uh, Hardcore Jesus Freak phase— um, I went to an Assembly of God church uh, where they, like, prayed in tongues and all this kind of stuff. I never did the praying in tongues. I loved—the reason I got so into that church is because they had a really, really good music ministry, and I love music. That's always been my thing. It's what I studied in college. Um, and it was like, a, you know, going to a concert every Wednesday and Sunday. I went to church every Wednesday and Sunday. Even my mom was like, you're in a cult. <laughs> The woman that mere years earlier was just like, get the fuck out of that. (laughs) Oh, now you're concerned. Yeah, exactly. So um, 
I'm, when I moved to Texas, I started to kind of fall out of that. What's funny is, so we went to a church that was a really lovely church uh, in uh, in Texas. And the thing is, the music ministry was not as hardcore as the other one. Mm-hmm. The other one was like, you know, really intense, like, like we're going to be the best kind of thing and like really like hardcore about it. And then like the Texas one was just kind of like, we're just praising the Lord. Like we're just, it's, you don't have to be good. You don't have to do anything. And in my mind, I was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> we are going to be the best Jesus yeah, lovers. But because I didn't have, like, because I was going to church where the music wasn't that good, I immediately, very quickly was like, oh, oh, I don't believe in God. I just like music. (laughs) (laughs) That was the light bulb moment. I was like, oh, God's not real. Oh, oh, I just like singing. Okay, cool. To be fair, you are an incredible singer. (laughs) Oh, my God. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) And so spiritual. So spiritual. Uh, Yeah, so I went through, you know, I went the complete opposite direction, went through a intense atheist phase and I was reading like Christopher Hitchens and all those people and I was like fuck god like just like <laughs> so like ridiculous about it um and then after a while I chilled out <laughs> and was like uh that's actually really boring was more my thing it wasn't necessarily that anything intense happened or anything mm. I was just like it's so boring being atheist <laughs> I really miss, I missed the mysticism. Like I missed, oh, I totally forgot. I also went through a Wicca phase. Um, I mean, who among us? Also, that was, the Wicca phase was like right before my Jesus freak phase. So it was like, it was like, I was like really into, you know, uh, obviously the craft had just come out. And so I had like a group of my friends and we were like, me the four corners and whatever. I was the East. Um, (laughs) Remember what that meant? Invention. I just want um, to be Frusabalk to this day. Actually, yeah, who who doesn't? Yes. I mean, come on. Um, so yeah, good lord. I feel like there's so much. I mean, that's quite the transition. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. So now I'm just really chill. I like tarot a lot, and uh, I don't even like. I'm definitely spiritual, and I love like. I I absolutely feel like logically. The tarot is just, you know, a window into your own subconscious and, like, helps you really solidify your own ideas. But at the same time, I mean, I'll pull cards and just, like, start sobbing, like, because I'm like, it's a message from my ancestors. Like, I'm just like, 100%. <laughs> and, like, and I, you know, I, like, I, I believe it, but I'm not going to argue it, I guess is my, my point. Like, if someone's just like, it's just all blah, blah, you know, meat and chemistry, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. Yes, to to each their own, whatever you want to believe. (laughs) But I I have to say, like, what gets me is, because there's all these now, there's, like, all these TikToks just making fun of women that are, you know, have some sort of belief in astrology or follow astrology, where Mm -hmm. it's like, if she asks you your the time of your birth, get the fuck out of there. And oh, I'm like, God. okay, I'll see you that. I'll see you time of your birth and raise you an immaculate conception. Yeah, All right, 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 like, right. Okay, so the cosmos, <laughs> crazy, but yeah. a virgin birth, totally normal. Yeah, totally normal. All Someone being all... swallowed by a whale and living in its belly. <laughs> totally normal. Totally fine. Acceptable. So, and, and if you do believe in, you know, whale bellies and <laughs> fucking... <laughs> 
virgin first. Go have at, you know, Godspeed. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I'm going to believe that I'm a Sag Sun, Libra Moon, and Pisces Rising. <laughs> and that's my yeah, prerogative. Because you know what? It's really fun. Y'all, it's fun. It's really fun. Like, that's what I like about spirituality. It's just fun. Like, it's not that I, yeah. It, and and it's very centering and grounding. And centering and grounding are not spiritual terms. Like those are things that are in, important just in life for your mental health. And uh, yeah, I think it's just what whatever it is that helps you with being grounded and like figuring out your path or journey or whatever you want to call it in your life, I think it's totally fine as long as you're not hurting other people. That's the ticket. <laughs> Truly, that's the ticket. Like, yeah. as long as you're not hurting someone else, ha- do you. There's yeah. a um, there's a saying. Or yourself. Make, yes. Uh, as long as you're not harming yourself or others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good night and good luck. Like, go yeah. go forth. Godspeed. Um, no, I, I'm the same way. Uh, yeah. Whatever you want to believe. But also, like, I'm not... I want to be super careful in this podcast. Obviously, we're not going to be talking the big religions because we um, have no space or well, reason. Well, they get enough play. Yeah, they do. They, they've seen enough. <laughs> this is definitely yeah. alternative. Maybe we should have said that. It's an alternative spirituality podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am I am not anyone to be speaking to Catholicism or Islam or anything. And I have nothing but reverence for you know, people that believe in those, the tenets of those, but that's not what we're talking about yeah. here. Yeah. Um, Occasionally it does get influence, influences my spirituality just because I grew up around it so hardcore and so intensely. Totally. And I, I mean, I, I still go to church with my mom, you know, like not all the time. <laughs> Are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, just, you know, every now and then holidays, that kind of thing. When her, when her choir, because she sings in the choir, oh, when her choir so sings, yeah. Church, I think, is um, how my parents have always couched it to me is that, you know, it's a place for community. Um, yes, and I do think that's something that's missing in the in the atheist, agnostic, spiritual realm is that we don't help each other like how churches help. I mean, they do a lot of damage, too. But, like, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, taking care of the elderly, taking mm-hmm. care of the sick, like, anything like that, like, churches got us beat, man. Like, I, I, I don't know how— that could be changed in the spiritual world or community or atheist community. But I, man, I, if we could figure that out, <laughs> it would be great. If We're going to do that on this podcast. <laughs> We're going to solve everything. If you think I will <laughs> roll up to an assisted living center and read their tarot, you're out of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> they would lose their mind. They probably would. They yeah. would probably, like, think I'm a witch. Which yeah. Well, might be not, fun. I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is it my, do I talk, is it my, yes, is it my, it's your turn, my, my history with spirituality, which is like, this will take 30 seconds. Um, (laughs) my, my dad grew up super religious. Mom did not. I mean, dad's super religious. Um, free Methodist is a, uh, a sect. Free Methodist? Free Methodist. How much more free can you get as a Methodist? (laughs) I I feel like Methodists are just like, yeah, like, I mean, you know, generally we believe in Jesus. Generally Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what's funny about free Methodist is it's quite the opposite. What? Like, my grandparents made their own bread and their food. They didn't have TV. They didn't have—I think they did have a radio. But my dad grew up, like, on a farm, you know, fishing in creeks and, like, going to church. I don't think I ever knew that. Yeah. I mean, and very strict. Like, wow. very, very strict. Um, and so I think when he met 
my mom, I think he'd gone through a little bit of a wild child phase. Sorry, Dad. I won't give away the farm here, but um, <laughs> I think I think that there was probably some, you know, 60s. It was a wild time. Uh, and then my mom grew up with, I mean, I think she went to church sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's weird. So uh, growing up, we went to church truthfully a handful of times. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, they were married in the Presbyterian church. My uncle's a Presbyterian minister. He's an incredible person. Um, and I, he married me. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You met yeah. Uncle Bob. He's great. Yeah. Um, but truly, did, didn't go to church much until high school, uh, and I lived in a, a pretty—what was a small town uh, west of Fort Worth. Uh, we're in Texas, by the yeah, way. Yeah, by the way, we live in Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do. We've done a very bad job of, like— <laughs> Not doing well. The name of—isn't the name of this episode, Who the Fuck Are We? And we're like— <laughs> Keep you guessing. 20 minutes in, we'll tell you our name. 40 minutes in, we'll tell you where we are. <laughs> Also, Texas, I'm sorry. Do with that what you will. We don't like it either. Yeah, just please. There's some good people here. There's just a lot of gerrymandering. Like, don't hate on us. Like, we're, we're doing, trying our best. We, we really are. We're the like, two of us really are. trying our best. <laughs> um, so, but so there is a lot of religion here. Mm-hmm. So Burleson, it probably still is, uh, had the most Southern Baptist church churches per square mile. I believe that. Than any other city in Texas, I town totally in Texas. That, yeah. So I did go to like Wednesday night and Thursday or Wednesday night and Sunday morning. Well, there, in those towns, there's nothing else to do. No, it, truly it was social Because I was in Weatherford. Yeah. That was a Texas. Yeah. And we did, you know, like <laughs> we, we would do like musicals and stuff because our, our high school was had like no arts. And so yeah. like other than the choir, our choir was amazing and we beat Burleson all the time. Well, thanks to you, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> also, I was in show choir in Burleson. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> I can harmonize um, like a motherfucker. Meet your ass, so <laughs> don't, don't doubt that. <laughs> I lettered in choir seven times. I have to go. Did you even know that you could letter in choir? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I lettered in drama. <laughs> <laughs> AKA, we're fucking nerds. Oh my god, <laughs> so nerdy. We were so popular. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was all of 5'10 and 85 pounds. It was not Aww. cute. I know a little baby artist. Oh, I love kid. her so much. We're going to talk a lot about inner child. I yes. love her so much. Yes. Um, so so I did go to like Wednesday night, Sunday mornings um, with a one Kelly Clarkson, who was one of my best friends <gasps> in high school. Wait, did you tell me that? How do you have to know that? You I had to have told me that and I just chose to forget it so that I could be surprised again. <laughs> Here, now, that was Here authentic. <laughs> That's 10 years of acting lessons, folks. Yeah. <laughs> She's tearing up. <laughs> um, yes, Kelly Clarkson went to high school with her, uh, was in show choir with her, went Amazing. to church with her, worked at the movie theater with her. Um, she's just as lovely as you see her on TV, and she's hilarious, and I love her. That's awesome. I That's haven't actually, spoken I, in like Because there's years. a lot of people in Texas, obviously, because she grew up there that yeah. know her, and I've heard that a lot about her. Anyway, enough about Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> this is our Kelly Clarkson <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Um, so, so I, I, and I went to those things purely out of like social, you know, and I, and I remember listening and not really like, I mean, I was paying attention to like the hot guy playing the guitar. Truly, it was not paying attention to what was being said (laughs) at all. And I remember on Sunday mornings, you know, people, um, I'm sure it's not just Southern Baptist, but like they raise their hand as a, you know, like, oh yeah, girl, that was me. That was was you? I was like spelting. I was like doing little desk hands. Like I was like, Lord, I lift your name on high. Lord, I lift your name on high. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. And I'll still do that. Are you kidding? Me? I love that shit. I fucking love praise and worship. Give me give me some praise and worship. Give me some gospel any day. Oh my gosh. Well, then like my I didn't even go into like my Honduran church like whenever I would visit my dad in Honduras. My go, stepmother, my stepmother uh, was really religious. I don't know why. My dad was not religious at all, and yet he both of the women that he married were like super religious. But um my stepmother and her family had like a, a mission like uh, in Honduras um, and she's from the island. She's from Roatan. So they all had amazing accents. And um, but yeah, she her church was like super like hand hand raised, yeah. like belt belt and singing and all that. Like, I just love it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I can totally get but down with it. The second that's not in the church, I'm not interested. Like yeah. if the church is just like, and then you sit, and the, and I actually worked at it. I worked at it. <laughs> Jesus, I've been around churches a lot. Yeah. I worked at a Presbyterian church in college when I was already an atheist, um, but I was paid to be in the choir. Yeah, um, paid. Yes. Yeah, they have they have like paid choir section leaders. Paul and I both, my husband and I both did it. Um, wow. So we got paid. It wasn't much. I think it was like two hundred dollars a week or something. But for a college kid, like I that mean, was yeah. a lot. Um, definitely saved me many times. But yeah, uh, I would show up to church just hungover, <laughs> just uh, like, just like, and, and you're in the choir pews or whatever, like in front of everyone in your little robe, and I'm just like, my head's like falling, and I'm like. Ugh! <sighs> just like feeling horrible like go up and be like there is a bomb in Gilead and then like sit down and just be like Ugh. like dry heaving <laughs> oh my god I'm so happy I don't do drink to excess anymore <laughs> yeah me too but yeah like uh, the, the, that church was honestly very boring the music was good but like, like yeah Presbyterian that's what I grew like I was like this like what okay all right we're here we're sitting we're standing yeah like, sitting standing and the music is good like theoretically I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that is like I love music theory and like a lot of like Western music theory was based off of like a lot of the s- stuff we would sing in the Presbyterian church and so I liked sight reading you know that was a fun sight reading exercise um, nerd but, alert yeah <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, I didn't, I I wasn't like into it. What I want is that like hands in the air. Yeah. Just like just belting and wailing and that's what I want. Okay. So picture, if you will, (laughs) people doing that. And I'm sitting in the church in, like, my baby doll dress and, like, my Doc Martens. Uh, cute. And, like, I know. I was, we would have been yeah. best friends. I know. <laughs> no, we really missed out. Yeah. And I would see people do it. So I would do it, right? Because, like, I'm also, like, a sheep. I was just like, I just want people to like me. Aww. So I would, like, raise my hand. And in my brain, I'm like, I don't, feel, I don't fucking feel this shit. Like, what am mm. I supposed to be feeling? And so I would look around and be like, they don't either. They don't either. And maybe they did. But in my brain, I was like, this is all, like, not um not dramatics like presentational right you know yeah, like yeah. it felt like i just because i didn't feel it I, I found it really hard to believe that other people did right and i felt like everyone was trying to fit in as much as i was oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and but, but that's sort of a good lesson to learn in and of itself yeah um but i just i didn't buy it um and so and then i remember uh we had of course, there was like, uh, what is it like? Purity. You have to wear a ring. Oh, yeah, you can't the chastity lose your... ring or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so we had that, and then of course they talked. I was like pro life, pro life, pro life, 
And so I remember coming home and I didn't have any, I mean, I was 14. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of thoughts on a lot. Sure. Yeah. Uh, When it comes to politics and anyway. Uh, So I I remember coming home and and telling my mom like that I was pro-life or saying something along the lines of like, hey, I mean, I can't believe people murder babies or whatever ridiculous Whatever thing you were fed. 100%. And I remember my mom uh, sat me down and she said, okay, so I'm I'm pro-choice and here's why you are too. (laughs) (laughs) Just laid it out like the history of like how this happened, how women fought, women's rights to our body. Like, and I... And I remember taking that back and people like completely ostracized for it. And I was just like, fuck off. I don't care. I believe like I get it. Yeah. Because uh, I could see how passionate my mom was about yeah. it. Um, and she did not approve of me going to that church yeah. at all. Uh, no, I mean, she knew I wasn't out drinking. So I think that she had some safety in that. Mm-hmm. Um, in that I wasn't out partying because maybe that was the alternative. Right. Um, but she did not like me going to a Southern Baptist church. Yeah. That's yeah. how my mom was with the Assembly of God. My mom was also very much, you know, always been pro-choice. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, I um, I do remember going through a phase where I didn't believe in evolution. And I think I went through a phase where I didn't believe in, in ab- believe in abortion. I didn't agree with abortion, I think. It, I f- but they were both so short that yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. Short. Because and- of, you know, my mom. Yes. Like, and, yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, obviously, we believe in science. <laughs> yes, 100%. And here's to strong women that raise yes. other strong women. Um, so I went to Texas Christian University. There's no association with the church. Uh, in fact, they were there was like a, a petition to make it just TCU, just the— Oh, just the letters. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, while I was there, it was happening. So we had to take one course— um, that had to do with religion. And I took understanding the Bible because I'm fascinated by, like, yeah. um, spiritual literature. That can be a really good class. Fascinating. I yeah. mean, when you realize that Genesis is the same story told three times, it's pretty <laughs> phenomenal. Um, in one book. Anyway, uh, and I, we had a, a Baptist minister taught it, but he was British, and he was, like, just so out there. I loved him. He was like, do you think that a little Jesus who realized he could heal himself wouldn't just, like— push his friends off roofs and like fix them <laughs> he was like how i mean how could that not have happened um oh my god now yeah. having a toddler like absolutely yes like yeah. so super progressive so that was fun but I, again like i just didn't you know i was just doing my own thing it, it just never entered my world uh and i don't even know when atheism did i don't know when i i don't remember a moment where i was just like there's nothing but over time, that is how I felt. And I took a lot of, like, solace in that. Like, I took comfort. I did, too, honestly. It, it was like a big weight was lifted because I was always just, like, I was really concerned about serving God and doing the right thing for God and, like, making sure that I was, like, spreading the gospel in the right way and whatever. And then as soon as I had that, like, feeling and I felt it in my gut of, like, this is not real. And this doesn't matter. It was just like, oh, wow, this feels so much better. So I think it was important for me to be able to go the complete opposite end mm-hmm. of the spectrum and then sort of now meet in the middle. Yeah. Because um, it is, it's a lot of pressure. Like whenever you're really religious, it's so much pressure. And well, it's, it's all really judgment based. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically a scholar. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it, like, judgment-based? Yeah, like, you're literally judged. <laughs> judgment day. Oh, artist, that's amazing. 
Um, yes, it's all very, yes, I can see that. So there's like, there's a freedom to it, right? Where it's just like, and not like in a nihilist way where it's just like, fuck it, I can do whatever I want. Like, yeah. I can live for myself. Um, I became less judgy. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because um, I think our judginess on other people just reflects on how judgy we are for ourselves. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, remember when I was like, I basically have nothing to talk about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was going to be the case, too. I was just like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh, uh, short story, sure. <laughs> we can speed it up. So then uh, two years ago, the pandemic happened. Uh, so fall of 2019, uh, I we're going to get deep. I, I tried to get pregnant for a very long time, have wanted to be a mother for a very, very long time. Uh, and it didn't happen. Uh, found out I was pregnant naturally with my husband uh, in 2019. Uh, and then January of 2020, uh, I miscarried my baby. Uh, and then in August, and then the pandemic hit, <laughs> and I switched my job to a place that was, anyway, uh, I, I, it wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, The and job? The job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from I came from a job that I loved. And anyway, there was growth opportunities. It doesn't matter. Um, lost my baby. Where was I? <laughs> lost my baby. Uh, pandemic. <laughs> Uh, and then in August, me and my husband of uh, we were married for seven years, but together for thirteen. Yeah. Separated, um, divorced later that year. Following year, get diagnosed with the um, the BRCA uh, BRCA gene mutation, meaning I'm at fairly high risk for ovarian and uh, breast cancer. Uh, and so had a total hysterectomy, had a fallout from that, and was in the hospital for a week. Uh, and then uh, my best friend died from suicide <laughs> just this past April. Yeah. Um, so in the midst of all that, uh, I got super into, um, and we'll talk about the courses. I imagine like the stuff that were super like anyway. Kundalini yoga did a lot for me. I took a specific course called Benchin. Um, so obviously there were months in between these really horrible things that happened. Yeah. But I am. I can say, honestly, I'm a completely different person. And it was still so like, yes, there were like months in between, but it was just thing. You didn't have enough time to fully grieve the one, the thing. And then like something else would happen. And then something else would happen. It was just like thing after thing after thing after thing. And I also want to make clear, just in case, because you guys don't know us, like the only reason artists is laughing through that is because it's just a nervous laughter. I assure you, we've done a lot of crying about this together. And she's for sure done it on her own as well. But like, uh, yeah, it it was so intense, like everything that you went through, like thing after thing after thing after thing. And it really did become comical. <laughs> I mean, you have to laugh. Like, like how, how, how does this happen to one person in such a short amount of time? Yeah. Like, and, and there are worse things. And I, I completely try to have perspective on life in that, like, I have a lovely home. I have lovely family and friends. Um, so... I don't know. All that to say, I found spirituality, my my brand of spirituality, whatever that is. Um, you know, it's a lot of kundalini yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of um, mantras and kriyas and tarot. I've also been in therapy for a long time. Same. Um, mm-hmm. I know Brina has. Um, I love the, not even the idea, I think it's founded in science at this point, but um, of neuroplasticity yeah. and the connection between um, kundalini or just mantras and kriyas, which are the movements um, and what is it, EM. EMDR, yeah. Mm -hmm. That sort of therapy. It's all the same, right? It's rewiring your brain. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing that, that like, in doing therapy and, like, 
and finding out like, you know, with any of the cognitive therapy stuff and and how it's essentially just like a boring version of spirituality. (laughs) And it's just like, oh, wait, I know a way more fun way to do this exact same thing, like with like, you know, mantras and all that stuff. It's just like, uh, yes, I want to do that. But let's add some mysticism to it. And it's way more fun. (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) I love it. I love all of it. Like, I love just like, I can't even describe it. Like, as a child, I, I did. And I was thinking today, so I do this one. Um, I, I take a meditation course every morning. I'm up before the sun. Uh, so I do, it's called um, Gyan Chakra Kriya. So no one can see this. Oh, we were going to film it. Oh, well. Oh, we'll do that later. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, do the film version of the audio. We'll listen to the audio. Dub. Then- <laughs> can we do our own dubs? <laughs> We're reverse dubbing it. Reverse dubbing <laughs> our own podcast. Um, so, so I like you know I light my candles and my incense and I get all witchy and like um, the Gyan Chakra Kriya specifically is like you are waving your arms over your head and like this rhythmic movement. Oh, um, so that's a lot like EMDR. Like, yes, the exactly. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, and so I realized that as my neighbors are going to work, they're seeing silhouetted in my curtains. Like, <laughs> Candle lit, backlit, weird <laughs> arm waving and like yeah. mantras. Uh, uh, you're a witch. You're a witch. And like, honestly, and I, I'm not mad at yeah, that I was reputation. Say, and I, I'm not saying that as like a bad thing or as like a judgy thing. I, I think you can honestly say you're a witch. Well, and I think that it's, I don't live in like the best neighborhood. So yeah, I'm okay with being the witch of the neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. You don't want anybody coming in. <laughs> like, can you imagine if someone like was like, yeah, I would love for all the teens. That house. Yeah, I would love for all the teens in my neighborhood to n- be afraid of my house. Yes. That's what I want. Yeah. No one likes teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I hated myself. Exactly. Um, so we want to end each podcast with um a story, you know, we'll do ours today, but that our guest can share, um, assuming anyone listens to this, um, we would invite you (laughs) to write in your story. Um, Any way that like, any sort of like spiritual, like, like light bulb moment or what sparked your interest. It could be a ghost story. We love a good Mm -hmm. ghost story. Love a good ghost story. Any sort of like mystical moment in your life that, that, that is inexplicable. I'll say that it cannot be explained. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll share ours. Yeah. You go first because I don't remember mine. (laughs) Okay. I really did not believe that there was like, I did my tarot pools. I did my meditations. People talk a lot about God or source or, I mean, I listened to Dolores Cannon and and Esther Hicks and like, I I get it that there people were telling me all the time there is something out there. You have uh, spirit guides. You have this. I just did not. I didn't. Um, And so one day... really at my wit's end, like in the in the midst of pretty serious divorce and health news, I did my tarot pool that morning. And then I just said, you know, like, fuck it. Uh, if you're here, if I have a spirit guide, and just like spoke out loud to who whoever might be listening, didn't buy it for a second, and just said, all right, in my very like caustic way, which... <laughs> Yeah, working on that. Uh, But I, like, basically challenged. I was like, so if you're, like, fucking real, show me, you know? Uh, And that night, um, there was no storm. There was no reason for this to happen. I lost all power in my house for a good six hours. That's so wild. And I was forced to just sit there with my thoughts. In the dark. (laughs) In the dark. And and really, like, meditate and think. Because I was was pushing it away. I didn't want to grieve. I didn't. I'd already done my share of it. I didn't want to do it anymore. 
Uh, and I was like, so basically, if you're real, fucking show me. And what am I supposed to do with this? And it was like, sit in the fucking dark and cry. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> and you probably felt a lot better about that. Or Truly did. After, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my it's completely, to this day, I have no, they weren't working on lines. They were it just, I just lost power. I don't think I have anything that's that. Um, I have a lot of little things. I'm trying to think of which one is even worthy. Um, You're all worthy, Brina. You're worthy, Brina. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> hmm. I remember uh, a sim- in, in the similar, like, attitude of, like, prove to me you're real. I had just, when I had just moved to Texas, because I did not want to move to Texas, we were originally supposed to move to Seattle, and then we ended up in a small town in Texas, and I was really bitter about it, and we had my cat, Miss Kitty, (laughs) who I obviously had had since I was a little baby child, (laughs) since I named her Miss Kitty. Very creepy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was the inspiration? (laughs) I can't imagine. Um... And she had, I like opened the back door and she had run out. And, you know, we're in a new house. So I knew that if she got out, I didn't know that she was going to come back. And I was like trying to get her. And I, and she kept running away from me. She kept getting further and further. And I was like starting to cry because I didn't want to lose her. And I was like, I was like, God, if you are real, if you are here, bring my cat back to me. I cannot live without this cat. And she literally like stopped what she was doing and she turned around. And she just pranced directly back to me. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> cool. Message received. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. I have always felt a very deep spiritual connection with cats, though. Have you, like, they're your familiars? I honestly think so, yeah. Because, like, I've, I've always had cats my whole life. I'm always that person that when people have cats that, like, never come around when other people are around, I'm the one person that they'll come around with. Like, my friend Lacey had a cat for a long time that, like, I was, like, the only other person that had seen him. <laughs> That's not surprising <laughs> at all. Yeah. yeah. There was one time that I was with my little sister, and she knows my love of cats, obviously. And we were just, like, walking down the street, and I was, and I just go, oh, look, it's a kitty. And it was, like, a block away. And the cat just, like, I guess heard me and then just beelined for me. <laughs> and we're just like, hey, what's up? Like, just wanted to, like, rub my legs a little. And then, like, wow. ran off. Yeah. I love cats. I love them so much. I love them even more now that I've had a dog. <laughs> yeah. I love my dog. He's really sweet and he's really great with my son, which I'm super appreciative of. But man, we do not have a connection. <laughs> like it is not like my connection with Morty. Yeah. Like my best example is like I was crying in my room one day and my dog was already there. And he like I was just like crying and he just like licks his genitals. Yeah. And then like meanwhile, Morty, I hear him from across the house bounding to oh me, body slams the door open and, like, just immediately starts, like, making emergency biscuits. <laughs> oh, my like, God, Morty. Yeah, yeah, total sweetheart. Just the best. Just the best. Morty's the best. I, I mean, I have always felt uh, a strong connection to Morty, but I don't have, like, I mean, I have two dogs. I love them. I've had cats. I loved those cats. I mean, I have one of their names tattooed on my fingers. Yes. <laughs> you, yes, you very much love your kids. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, but uh, my, what's been showing up for me, because I do believe in, um, your spirit, my my spirit's showing up for me in certain ways, and it's always um, like black 
birds. Really? I always see them. And and I've even like, and I will listen, I am not above testing my spirit guides all the time. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't see like number. I don't see like one, one, one and three, three, three. Like, I don't see, I don't Wait, catch the clock. What does that clock. even mean? <laughs> oh, like, if oh, you, the clock thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do always see 1026 inexplicably it's hmm. always like I, any any time of day it's always been tra- no but <laughs> literally any time of day when i look at my clock it says 10 26 i don't know what's wrong <laughs> maybe it's broken yeah um but yeah truly like should it be around 10 26 I, I always look at the clock and it's 10 26 that's wild but beyond that i don't have like the like three three i don't see threes and ones and sequences and stuff mm-hmm. but um i will absolutely test my spirit guides uh and say uh all right, fine. Is it a blackbird? You tell me, you know, and yeah. like, and sure enough. And then one time I said, how many, how many of you are there? Like how many spirit guides do I have? Uh, and three, I'm not even kidding, like trotted the way that my curtains were in my, my living room. There was just sort of like a, and it doesn't matter. Three fucking blackbirds walked into my line of sight. And I was like, there cool. Were three ravens sat on a tree. <laughs> What? That's a song. I've never in my life. (laughs) It's a kid's song. I only know it because it's in one of Arthur's, like, music books. (laughs) Arthur's my son, by the way. (laughs) It sounds very, like, medieval. Uh, Yeah, it's old. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's an old, old, old timey song. Only you would have like some medieval dark ages <laughs> shit to play your son. I'm singing for my son. Like everyone else is like shark, 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 baby. And he's like three rave. <laughs> he actually doesn't like that song for the record. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> he did finally start liking the um, hush up I don't you cry go to sleep little baby. Did you ever hear that one? Yes, but like my mom used to sing that to me and it was my beautiful. favorite. I would make her sing it to me until I was like a teenager. Like I'm like I'm at a Renaissance fair right now. Like of <laughs> like, course it just appeared on my body. <laughs> like I remember um I remember like being literally being like 17 and being like, "Mom, will you sing me to sleep?" Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> She's just also a really good singer, so. Yeah. Well, you got it from somewhere. Yeah, your voice is oh. insane. Oh my god, um, stop. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I mean, don't. <laughs> Um, okay, so I wanted to tell you one more thing before we end. First of all, we pulled the Three of Swords, which, yeah, interesting, right? Like, yeah. I don't feel, I don't know. I guess we dug into some. Yeah, we 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 went through some wounds, some old yeah. wounds, and I, I know we. I definitely want to dive into some uh, uh, inner child stuff and inner child work because I feel like that's one of those that pairs really well with spiritualism, like. And yes. spirituality, like I, I feel like it's a, it makes it. I, maybe it is because it's more fun, like, and that brings the inner child out more. Like, it's not like it's a, playful. Yeah, it's a very playful way to sort of like interact. Yeah, um, that's that's probably my absolute favorite, and has been the most healing for me in general. A, a hundred, like, I've done meditations where I just focus on my inner child, and it's incredible. I yeah. highly recommend people get in touch and forgive yourself and love yourself and love little awkward yeah. Annie or whoever. Yeah. Like, just love them. Love them to death. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I wanted to tell you this. So earlier this week, I I did a, a a pool just for a card pool for the podcast, and I was just like, spirits, like, what's what what do, what should I expect? And I didn't want to tell you because I pulled the tower. <laughs> And then the world. 
Whoa. So my interpretation, and I want to hear yours, because the tower is change, right? It's it's full upheaval I change. I love the tower, but Do I you? know. I, you're like, <laughs> Do you? the tower is so fresh for you, though. Listen, I, I'm ready to be, I'm done with tower moments. Yeah. Like if we could be, like for a second, like give me like yes. six months without yeah, yeah, a tower yeah. moment and I would yeah. be happy. But but truly, when the tower stands for is change. And that could be good change, but it's just mm-hmm. full upheaval. Like the foundation underneath you is changing. Exactly. And it's forcing you into something better, ideally, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the world is just the best card. Yeah, in, that's what you want. You're, in, you're literally world. inheriting the world. Yes. So I think... <laughs> Um, what I read that as is this podcast could mean major changes for us, and, and maybe we don't know what that looks like yet. And maybe it's not this podcast. Maybe we'll do something else together. Yeah, maybe this will inspire something else. Whatever it is, this is the first step to get into yeah. that upheaval and then to be able to be on the path that will allow us to inherit the world. And inherit, and that's what we're really after. Yeah, we ju- we're actually <laughs> capitalists. Secret <laughs> capitalists. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to charge so much for this podcast. Yeah, like you can't like thank you for our um uh our $1000 level patrons. Or- <laughs> Can you imagine like our Patreon? <laughs> uh, um we have offshore accounts for our Patreon money. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! A capitalist podcast. We're doing that too. Yeah, um, a secret, secret capitalist. Secret capitalist. <laughs> We're capitalizing on all this spiritualism, <laughs> <laughs> which that could be a podcast on its own because people do do that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Um. So well, good. So is that your same interpretation of tower? And, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. The second you said it, I was like, <gasps> yeah. This is going to be fun. So again, I don't know when and how to publish this yet. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but we have. Um, but I'm spiritual at gmail.com if someone is listening and if you have a spiritual story or a ghost story to share send it in listen subscribe once it's up yes (laughs) and we have an Instagram it's but underscore I'm underscore spiritual (laughs) we're super into underscores you mean a lot of them (laughs) Um, but I'm spiritual The name's spiritual. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Assuming anyone is. Thanks. I I was going to say thanks, Mom, but there's no way she'll listen to this. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm not even telling my parents. (laughs) Thanks, um, Trina. She'll listen. Trina will totally listen. (laughs) Trina, this is for you. Thank you. This is dedicated to Trina. (laughs) Yay. All right. Bye. Bye. Our theme song was written and performed by Sudi. Haley Esposito designed our logo. Artis Campbell did our editing. Gino Palencia helped us with the audio mixing. And I, Brina Palencia, was the audio engineer.